Hey mama, welcome to the Positive on Purpose podcast, where we help stress out moms, resist the guilt, and reframe with grace. Where we teach you how to dial down the negative and turn up the positive so that you can show up as the mentally fit mama you were meant to be. We are your hosts, twins, moms, movement makers, and coffee dates for life. I'm Jamie Shefke. And I'm Jules Philippi. Get ready to put your positive pants on and let's dive in. Wakey, wakey. Happy Wednesday, friend. It is your host, Jamie, on the Pause on Purpose podcast. And yes, I am flying solo this week. Uh, so we like to keep it real and relatable here. And we've navigated some sickness and just coordinating schedules and things just didn't happen. So, you know, again, we care so deeply that we stay consistent. And so I am going to lead this one. I know Jules is super passionate about this topic as well. So um, I'm sure she'll be able to share uh through social media and things, but uh, we have a really great topic here, um, and it's really great coming off of our episode from last week, so if you haven't listened to that, go back to that. I mean, you don't have to do it in that order, but... um, Basically, last week we talked about, you know, four things or steps that you can do to move your goals forward. And one of them was to make your goals easy, right? And another one's like obvious. Um, and so this, <laughs> this rule, so it's called the two minute rule. And there's actually two separate books that reference kind of two separate or, but very similar two minute rules. Um, but we've talked to you about the five second rule um, with Mel Robbins. Um, there's a lot of different rules out there. We've, we've spoken about the 10 minute rule. Um, and with this one, it's, it's interesting because I think it's easy to be like, is this a trick? Am I like tricking my brain um, or my mind here? Um, but just lean in, okay? Because this, I think this is could be super powerful for you. So the first one that I'll reference for the two-minute rule is Getting Things Done by David Allen. It's actually my current Audible book uh, because there are times where I just feel like I'm struggling to get things done, getting them done consistently or doing them, getting in a rhythm habit. So certainly this is very habit um, heavy in the, in the terms of like, when you're starting a new habit, you want it, you want to get that habit to stick, right? And in order to do so, you got to make it easy and you got to um, make it accessible because there's going to be resistance when starting a new habit. It's new, right? It's something that you don't do consistently right now. Um, and so with David Allen and getting things done, his two minute rule references that if it takes two minutes, do it now, which I absolutely love um, because if you think about it, like, taking out the trash. <laughs> it could be a great example. Um, or, you know, it could be organizing your desk. If you feel that, because I've definitely done this in the past where I think about it and then I put it on a list to do later. But if you think about it, if I put it on the list and then get back to it later, okay, I really could have done it in two minutes. Now I've just like prolonged the procrastination piece of it. And that's really the theme, um, or not theme per se, but it's what it kind of boils down to is um, with this theme of, you know, the two minute rule, it's really avoiding procrastination or that it has to be perfect to get started. Or even, you know, when we're talking about habits, I think it's really easy to be like, oh, I missed a day. I'm not consistent. I might as well give up. Like it's really going beyond the perfectionist tendencies, right? And 
um, trying to eliminate barriers of resistance. Um, so if you can make a list even, now I just told you not to make a list, right? But like if you can think of some of the things that literally could take less than two minutes or two minutes to do, do them right away. Um, like again, I said, taking out the trash. Um, maybe it's watering your plants, organizing your desk, um, doing a stretch for two minutes. Uh, do it now. I think that's going to give you some momentum. It's going to put a little confidence deposit in your bucket to say, hey, I can get this done. Like, And Jules has referenced her soundtrack that she's really been leaning into is like, anything is better than nothing. Um, so that one I really like. So that's a two-minute rule with David Allen. His book is Getting Things Done. And then the one that we're going to spend a lot of chunk of the time on is from Atomic, Atomic Habits, James Clear, which we referenced last week. And his two-minute rule, um, I love what he says. He's like, when you start a new habit, it should take less than two minutes to do. That's what James Clear is, is stating. And, you know, why is that? Okay, so... Again, it may seem silly. It may seem unproductive to do something for two minutes, but like we don't want a new habit. Um, It shouldn't feel like a challenge, right? So like um, the actions that follow the habit should be challenging, but you know, the first two minutes should be easy because that's like really your, your gateway habit that leads you down to a more productive path. Um, So let me give you some uh, examples here. So like, how do you scale down a goal into two minutes? Um, So like, let's say your goal is to read before bed. Um, Instead of saying reading before bed each night, that could be a lofty goal. You didn't, it's kind of generic. You don't put it, there's no like time limit on it, right? Um, James Clear says, read one page, right? So okay, I can literally read one page and be done. And that's what he's saying too, is with these, it's, I think it's going to be hard to just like do the thing for two minutes and then be done. But the goal is to create the habit because in the process, you're becoming that person that shows up consistently. You're becoming that person that reads a page before bed. Then once that habit is established, then you could start to read more pages or read 10 minutes and so on. Let me give you a few more examples. So like maybe your goal is doing 30 minutes of yoga. Okay, so maybe you start off, you're really motivated, you do those 30 minutes of yoga, but then that might be hard to sustain or do consistently because something came up that morning, maybe you had a sick child, maybe you ran out of time, you overslept, and now you're out of that habit Um, and you know, you're disappointed and you're like, Oh, here I go again, not sticking to my habits. Okay. Change that 30 minutes of yoga into taking out your yoga mat. Now, again, you might say, okay, that seems like pointless. Why would I just take out the yoga mat and not do the actual yoga? But again, it's the habit. It's, it's that reinforcement of just that one thing that's going to lead to the routine or habit of practicing yoga. Another example. Maybe you need to study for a class. And, you know, instead of saying, like, so this was a great example of an individual who said, I was going to study for my class every night after dinner. Okay. How he broke that down was, I'm going to open up my notes and study for two minutes, set a timer, two minutes, close it, and then go do something else. Yep, I know. There may be some resistance. Like, Jamie, really? Like, really? But... Trust me, okay? Keep leaning in, lead, leaning closer. Um, another one, folding the laundry. Who does it? I mean, you may be folding laundry right now as you're tuning in and listening. 
Instead of saying, I'm going to fold the laundry, maybe you fold one pair of socks. Yep, I'm not kidding. (laughs) Fold a pair of socks. Reinforce the habit. Um, Another one, run three miles. Can you change that or scale that back to, I'm going to tie my running shoes or I'm going to put on my shoes. It's the act of becoming that runner, becoming that person that does that habit. Um, I'm going to scale back even using that running example. Think that you set out a goal to run a marathon. Okay, so that's that can be a very lofty goal. It takes a lot of drive, right, to run a marathon. It's a lot of hours and training. Okay, so how can we keep scaling that back? Okay, run a marathon. Okay, let's scale back to running a 5K. Okay, scale it back to walking 10,000 steps a day. You can scale that back to walking 10 minutes for the day. And then again, the easy, how can you make the goal easy? How can you make that habit easy? Put your shoes on. Put your shoes on consistently each day. Let that be a trigger, or I'll get to this later, an anchor for you to create that habit of running, okay? So I hope this is starting to like turn your wheels a little bit. A couple other examples that um, Jules and I thought of is like Jules, she really wants to write a children's book. And this was a great example of like, you know, if you want to be a writer, write a sentence. Again, I know it seems so simple, but you're never going to write a paragraph much less a book if you don't even write a sentence. It's really scaling it back that much or working out. So in James Clear's example in his book, Atomic Habits, if you haven't read it, such a good read, you need to. Um, But he talks about, I believe the um, gentleman's name is Mitch. um, And he literally got into the habit of driving to the gym, getting to the gym, and literally, I don't even think he did anything. He might have done something for like five minutes, or maybe I'm making that up. But like, he did that and then would leave, you know, and I, I sit back as a, a fitness professional. And I'm like, I would have totally like judged someone just, I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I, I feel bad saying that, but like, you know, if they came in and been like, oh, that was kind of a waste of time. Right. But again, that's where your mind probably goes. Like that seems like a waste of time, but he lost, Mitch lost a hundred pounds. Now, did he do that with getting to the gym and turning around and leaving right away? No, but he became the person that went to the gym. He established that habit right there. And then as that habit was created, then he got to the gym, put the work in, put those reps in as we talk about, and that compound effect took place. And then he lost the 100 pounds because he was the person that goes to the gym. Isn't that so powerful? It's just, oh, it's amazing. Um, And another quote that I just love from James Clear about mastering the habit of showing up is really what it boils down to in any of this is a habit must be established before it can be approved or sorry, improved, not approved, improved. Let me say that again. A habit must be established before it can be improved and or expanded upon. And that really goes back to the concept of habit stacking. So I'm going to shift and move into um, more tips that you can help growing a habit. I actually got this from... A friend of mine um, shared she got this um, calendar. It's called the Habit Calendar by Free Period Press. Track the small habits that make a big difference. Um, And in it, it goes into saying, here are some 
pro tips for growing a habit. So one, the first one was pairing. When you're starting out with a new habit, it can be really helpful to pair it with an old habit, aka habit stacking. So for instance, um, if you want to create a habit of a short walk every day, pair it with something else that you do every day, like eating lunch. So right after you eat lunch, every day, take a short walk. Okay, so that's super powerful. The second one is anchoring. So it's, again, it's this trick to help bring a habit you're building into the moments of your day um, when you need to, like, anchor to it. So what that means is, like, it's it could be an image, an object, a gesture, a gesture, or even a song. So I think about this with John Acuff's um, symbol. Like, if you have an object or a symbol, that's, like, kind of a trigger to your brain of, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do that. So, like, let's say you um, want to do gratitude, maybe the gesture of putting your hands together is going to prompt your brain to be like, oh, I can practice gratitude in this moment. So like maybe if you're sitting in a meeting that keeps on dragging by um, and you need a reminder, you can be like, oh yeah, I'm putting my hands together. I'm going to, I'm going to think about something I'm grateful for in this moment. I love that. Um, The third tip is knowing the why, why behind a new habit, the why behind the what. Um, And so really like if you, we've um, spoke to this, but if like you're starting a habit for someone else um, and you're not entirely clear on, you know, why it'll help you or why it matters to you, it's likely not going to stick. It doesn't feel you don't have an attachment to it, right? So like ask yourself, what will this allow me to do? Uh, What will this allow me to grow, become, or connect to? Um, And hopefully that will really ignite your um, inspiration and uh, motivation to sustain your new habit. Uh, Just a few more here. Uh, Don't let blank spaces get you down. Now this is really applicable to a calendar because the habit calendar has like actual like circles or things that you can fill in if you did the habit that day. So, you know, again, what I'm saying with this two minute rule is if it's easy, easy steps like taking out your yoga mat or um, reading one page, as I mentioned, or folding a pair of socks or putting on your shoes, if you're tracking it by a calendar, because tracking is super powerful, it's a great visual, don't get disappointed if there's spaces, meaning if you... <laughs> If you missed a day and you're that perfectionist, remember the concept of, this is another one from John Acuff, the day after perfect. It's okay. Just dust yourself off and start again. Uh, But that's why it's so powerful to make it easy. Because if you were going to, if you saw that missed day or two days in a row on that calendar or tracking sheet, it's going to be hard to convince yourself to do 30 minutes of yoga or to do an hour of a workout if, if it wasn't, you know, that next day, but if it's taking out your yoga mat, you're like, okay, I didn't do that today, but I can do that tomorrow. Like that seems attainable to me. Right. Um, and then lastly, and this is really just as a great tie in the bow circles it back, start small. Don't be afraid to start with just a few habits and add more as the year goes on. Or again, don't be afraid to start so small with putting your shoes on, um, with reading that one page, or writing that one sentence because you are going to become that person through that that easy, clear, like, set. Because, again, we're showing our brain evidence that it's possible. It is totally possible um, to do the thing that you set out to do. Uh, so I really hope you find this helpful. Again, it was just a really, like, great concept that we feel, okay, we're literally you know, it's a new month today, right? It is February 1st. Maybe January didn't go as you had planned, you know? And I actually saw something yesterday 
of like January was a free trial. I'm starting tomorrow. I'm starting fresh with February. And no, again, you don't need to start to a new month or a new week to create a habit. Um, but I just want to encourage you that if it hasn't gone well, or, you know, we always say, ask better questions, get better answers. Why haven't some things clicked? Like, you know, you had hoped so far this year, try this two minute rule, get super dial it down, scale it back to super simple steps. Um, that, you know, you can create that confidence that you keep promises to yourself. You, you know, we got to establish, again, I'm going to leave you with this quote, a habit must be established before it can be improved. Okay. So that's my encouragement to you. If this spoke to you, if you know someone um, that this can really help, please spread the message, share it with them. We truly appreciate your support and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Mama, we know your time is valuable, so we appreciate that you spent it with us. If this episode resonated with you, go share it with a friend, or we invite you to post it to social media and tag us so we can express our gratitude. And together, let's live more positive on purpose.